Your sound card works perfectly. You're listening to the Bastards of Kingsgrave, the intersection of A Song of Ice and Fire and everything else. This is Amin, and I'm joined by a couple Warcraft enthusiasts today. Hi, this is uh, Thomas, FT Ward on the forums. And this is Zach, I go by Alias on the forums. Okay, guys, we're going to be talking about the Warcraft movie that came out recently in theaters. But before we get into the actual movie, I kind of want to sample and see what your experience with the Warcraft universe has been to this point. When did you guys get into Warcraft? Yeah, I started playing, I guess, with Warcraft 2. Uh, I can't guess what year that would have been. I'd say like 95-ish, 97. Does that sound right? 20 years ago, right, basically. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I worked at nights, and uh, a guy that I worked with, we would get off in the morning and then just play uh, a bunch of games, and Warcraft 2 was probably the most common. We also played the, uh, what was that, Knights, the Castles game that you put the sound effects in for, I mean, sometimes. Uh, Age of Empires, probably? No, it's... Age, Age of Kings, Lords of the Realm? Lords of the Realm, yeah. We <laughs> played Lords of the Realm, and... Warcraft 2 and stuff like that, and then uh, we did go back and then play some Warcraft 1, but uh, it's kind of hard to go back once you've played a, a yeah. lot of Warcraft 2. So. We, could, we could have an RTS episode one day, basically, yeah. talk, just talk about RTS of the 90s when they were still good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when they still existed, for that yeah. they, don't, they don't make them anymore, basically. Yeah. So I don't remember a lot about the lore, like the single-player story, but I can, I can vividly remember a couple of the... Uh, player versus player games we had. I can remember like all the details of a few of those, but uh, I've never played World of Warcraft at all for even a second. So that's and I play Hearthstone now, but that's kind of my experience with the Warcraft universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I my first introduction to to Warcraft was World of Warcraft, the MMO that came out. I want to say like ten years ago now, and I, I played it pretty early on when it came out. I didn't really get super into it though. I just kind of leveled a little bit and lost interest. I was, I was pretty young at the time, so I never really got invested, but around when like the third expansion came out, the, the Wrath of the Lich King one, I got really into it, went to max level, did all, all the raiding stuff, you know, where, where you go out and fight bosses with a, with a guild of people and whatnot, so I got really into that, and since then I've probably played like hundreds and hundreds of hours of that game. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's one of the, the MMOs I've played, I've played a whole lot of. I'm not playing it currently, but yeah, I, I've played a lot, and I'll probably get back into it when the new expansion comes out in August. Um, and at some point in there, when I got into into StarCraft and, and those RTSs and everything, I ended up playing Warcraft 3. And that's actually what really got me into the lore of Warcraft more so, because the story is more upfront in that than the Disney MMO, and it was, it's more interesting and more tightly paced and more of like an actual story in that. So that's what really got me into the lore of it. Yeah, I started with Warcraft 2. I Basically, what I started with was kind of, there's like a Warcraft 2 battle chest back then which would give you Warcraft 1, Warcraft 2, and then Warcraft 2 Beyond the Dark Portal expansion. So I did play all of them, and yeah, it, it was difficult to go back to play Warcraft 1 once you saw <laughs> Warcraft 2. Yeah. Uh, it was still kind of fun. I still played yeah. it kind of like... It's funny, Warcraft 1 basically... The, the, I mean, we were talking about story here. It all started with Warcraft 1. From my understanding, I mean, you remember there's this campaign window like it shows and they're telling you what to do, right? Like the guy's speaking. Yeah, vaguely. Either faction. Right. 
that was basically like recorded in like one go. Like they had like no second take. This guy like improving <laughs> the story. Yeah. So from that, you end up with this whole universe and this movie ultimately, which maybe was taken in one go as well. To <laughs> 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 They're sticking maybe. true to the Warcraft <laughs> history. <laughs> it was one take for every for every shot. Though that that was the case for Warcraft one. Warcraft 1 is, I mean, sometimes occasionally I go back to just mess around with it. It's, it's a painful game to play. You can only control, like, four units at a time. There's nothing, like, it's a very basic RTS. has no extra commands. And you basically just turtle till you can summon daemons. It's funny, <laughs> though, with, like, StarCraft, that the limitations of that game people like, though, now yeah. in hindsight. They like the fact that you can only control certain groups and, like, everything yeah. is clunky and bad because it makes it so much harder and people like that because yeah. it's, like... But it's still, like, you could, it still had a bare minimum that it's not oh, yeah. in Warcraft 1. Like, it is a I, sweet I, spot, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I think it gets overwhelming, at least in some of the RTSs that I've played recently, which isn't very recently, but uh, I, I do like kind of the elegance and the simplicity, certainly Warcraft 2. The only problem, I mean, the main problem with Warcraft 2 is you can't queue up more than one unit at a time. That is still really annoying. Like, in StarCraft, I think you can do that, right? You can yeah. queue up, like, multiple units in training. You can't do that in Warcraft, so you have to keep <laughs> pressing the yep. button, queuing them up. My friends were playing Warcraft before I saw it. They were describing it to me, and I was like, oh, i got to try this game. And it was my first online game. Well, online in the sense we were playing modem to modem. Yeah. Like, is that how you played it as well? Like dial yeah. 14.4 modems? Yep. <laughs> this is Duke Nukem 3D and Warcraft 2, yeah. what we were playing mostly. Yeah, and then, we, but, but so we're at home and, and it, the phone's gonna ring and I'm yeah. like, Mom, don't pick up the phone. She's like, how'd she, how'd she know the phone's gonna ring? Are you guys a little young for girls? I'm like, no, I'm waiting for a dial, a dial in call. <laughs> nice. Inevitably, they would pick up the phone and the screeching sound and like, and like dialing, <laughs> no! <laughs> Put it back. I had classic Warcraft games, and in fact, maybe in a future episode, we will talk about more detail about my RTS history, because I had a lot of it. I played online. There was a ladder and everything. So that's how I got into the Warcraft universe. I mean, and then we kind of, right now, we all play Hearthstone, which is an extension of that. Mm -hmm. um, the lore is in there. It's developing. I mean, the, the key thing I noticed when I first played is the Warcraft 2 music plays when you are loading up games in Hearthstone. Which is something I would have put in the game. It's like it's like I designed it. <laughs> like <laughs> if you put me in command of the game, I would have done that. And the Warcraft 2 music was beautiful. Yeah. The the CD you could actually put in the CD player and it would just play. It was encoded that way, and it's got classic uh, tracks, including "I'm a Medieval Man," which is like the joke song. So, but and then uh, but one of my things, even before we get to the movie, in terms of lore, there was a huge retcon around the time of. Warcraft 3 slash World of Warcraft because in the original few games you, the orcs are basically just evil all of them mm -hmm. and I guess they kind of figured they wanted to try to split that up a bit and make some of them good so you could play them because otherwise it would be a little <laughs> one-sided right yeah so they retconned it to make them all like some of them were turned evil by demons and like they just wanted to start a new life in a new world or something that's right but I didn't like Warcraft 3's lore because uh, they screwed up Lordaeron <laughs> I like that area, and it's like, what? They're gonna kill everybody over, over oh, there? Oh, they killed everybody. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I'm a Warcraft 2 purist already going into the <laughs> going right. into the movie. <laughs> but but in some sense, uh, I mean, there were some. This movie, in some sense, had some of the retcons, but it also was more based in the first two games. So I like that. So right. Uh, and again, before we quite get into it, we ha has to be made. The, the fact that when we were playing the game, let's say 20, 15, 10 years ago, we could never have imagined that there would be a movie of this in theaters sometime later. It's it's like, I mean, you, think, you could never have imagined that, I think. 
Yeah, certainly playing the RTS, I never, I never thought there was the depth there. But I guess in the World of Warcraft, maybe people very early on started thinking a movie was mm. something that could happen. I, I, that's my perception anyway. I, I never really felt that way, but for me, like a movie's never a thing, frankly, that I wanted. <laughs> yeah. So that might have been part of it. I think that the story just lends the story, such as it is, lends itself better to, to the games, particularly the RTS games. I think are mm. are stronger as far as that goes. But but yeah, a movie's movie's fine. It's good that they tried it. Okay. Well, what did you guys think of the movie then? What would you give it on the cake score? Fifty times. So out of five lemon cakes, or yeah, or is it yeah, four? yeah, I maybe like a two and a half, maybe two. Mm. I thought it was just passable at best. I guess I, 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 I didn't really feel like we ever got a character we could really kind of get behind. I mean, uh, I like the guy from Vikings, I guess, a bit, and he's kind of crazy here too but uh, I, n- I never really felt attached to any of the characters really except maybe the king and the, the orc half orc woman I guess a bit but mm. I thought the king was pretty good in this movie I mean more than even he was shown in the lore and the lore he was kind of just like this puny guy that gets assassinated and this one he was sacrificing himself yeah he seemed like a gen- yeah. genuinely trying to be a good king that is a change that he is just killed by by Corona in the in the um, the video game. Whereas here he actually like lets her kill him. Yeah. So, well, so in in the books, in the books, the games are basically the books. In the games, he's just purely assassinated. I think, and then and then the, in the retcon, she she was forced to kill him like with a mind control or something. Like she was controlled by Nerzul to kill him or by Gul'dan. And then now she, he was. He asked her to kill him. Well, either way, it wasn't her fault. Uh, true. Compared to the original games, where she actually just assassinated him straight up. Very true. Yeah, for me, I, that's that's a similar rating. I'd give it. I'd give it like a two, two and a half. I, I like you said, Thomas. I just didn't really feel anything for any of the characters at any point in time. None of them really stood out to me as being anything special. Even though, like, I knew these names and their backstories, it didn't feel like the actual portrayals really did a lot for me. I mean, they weren't awful. They just didn't leave a lasting impression. Mm. And I think I think that the um, I think that the pacing and whatnot, the scenes of themselves, like it just never felt like there was any kind of interconnected tissue in any of it. It just felt like things were happening yeah. in succession, and there wasn't just much of a thread or a story to, to tie it all together. But you know, there was there was stuff I enjoyed in there. There was stuff that was fun. But all in all, yeah, it just did, it didn't make me feel much of anything. Yeah, I'm going to give it a split rating. What I'm going to do is, if if you're just a general person going to see it without Warcraft experience, then I'd give it a 1.5 out of five. Because you might enjoy some of the action, but otherwise it makes no sense. You don't know what the hell is going on. You don't know the background. It's not really explained. Like, how are you supposed to know Medivh's got a demon inside him? It just you see, you see him changing. But if you're a Warcraft fan, no. then I... I was just saying, the fell did it. it was all yeah, fun. I guess they no, just no, but it, it, it it's, a little It's bit, changed yeah. the fell, but also I think there's still... It's debatable. Could actually, oh, no, I know. I'm, I'm just making yeah. a comment about how the, the movie always mentions the fell as like... Yeah, the I was like, the fell? Are you mispronouncing something? I, I don't know, but... The, <laughs> As a Warcraft fan, I'd give it 3.75 out of 5. I think that's the difference. If you go in uh, with Warcraft knowledge, still not a great movie, but it's quite enjoyable. It was worth the 9 bucks or whatever I paid to, to go see it. So no wonder it's being shot down by all the critics because it sucks as a general movie. But as kind of just like somebody who's in the world, then it's still an enjoyable movie. It's not great, so it's not a high score, but it's an okay score. Yeah. 
it really was just a movie you see with your friends and for fun and hopefully you have background but there's some things i want to talk about it in general um, Garona, for example i thought uh well some people i mean this it's split on on how she like some people thought she overacted i thought she was okay and then what do you what do you think yeah i don't really i know the name paula Patton, but i guess i don't really familiar with her as an actress and i i thought she was like i said i thought she was fine and i thought she was one of if not the most compelling character in the movie so i didn't have any problems with her acting i guess yeah, I think for the character they were going for, this kind of really earnest, really just into what everything she, that she was doing, I thought that that came across really well. It, it's not necessarily the character that I that I, I had in mind, which you know is fine, but but yeah, as that character that they had, I thought she did a good job. In the game, she was actually half human. Then they retconned it so she's okay. half Janai. Yes. But now the movie has, is actually, and I didn't quite get this the first view. I was just reading a review. She's actually half human again. Yeah, and she's actually, if you didn't catch this, yeah. she is the daughter of Medivh. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's what he was talking about, because he was like, oh, I, I, when he was giving that speech, like, I went and I was with people and somebody loved me, and, and, and I was like, what are they, why are they talking about this? Every, every single move, point of this movie is going at rapid pace. Why are they talking about something that has nothing to do with the storyline? Well, it does. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, for I did not know that that was the reference he was making until you just said that now. Yeah, because that, that's, that's one thing about the movie. They don't have any downtime. They power through everything. Here, here's my backstory. My parents threw me away. Yeah, here's my backstory. This happened. Oh, okay. Let's smile at it. He was even joking about it. Now we know each other. So there was no time wasted in the movie. So I was thinking, why would they spend two minutes talking about something that doesn't mean anything? It does. It has it's there for a purpose. Right. So, yeah, so she's his daughter. That's kind of interesting. Oh, I wonder it's if she'll, she'll get magical powers then. Maybe if they continue it, yeah. It's funny, though, because it, I think that in the the lore itself, like, they have some kind of romantic relationship. <laughs> so yeah, they have a kid. So, <laughs> they have yeah. Madan or something, so that's being retcon unless they have mid-incest or something. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. I didn't mind the Lothar-Garona uh, thing, but in, in, in a single movie when there's no time, it's just not believable that they have a romance. There's just, so they kind of tied it a little bit, but... yeah. Did they ever really have a romance, though? Or just they just kind of... No. Uh, I think, as I said, it was Medivh, if anyone had a romance. So they just wanted Lothar to have... They wanted to throw in, like, a two minutes of a romance, if that. He's like, my son just died. Let's have a romance. <laughs> it's it's a Rob effect. It's like, my family yeah. just died. Now I want... <laughs> Grief <laughs> counselor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I guess I, th- I felt weird. I felt like everyone was closer to her, kind of unconditionally... Than they mm. should have been under the circumstances, but I just kind of chalked that up to, uh, like you said, the pace of the movie is really quick, so her character is kind of accepted by the king and the queen and everyone very, very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, so what about, like, the dwarves and the. Well, they had the whole, like, council of, like, Elrond or whatever in the, <laughs> at that scene, right? Yeah. <laughs> at Rivendell. It, it was a Lord. Of, that's maybe that's why people were unfairly comparing it to Lord of the Rings. That well, yeah. That when they, when they made the games, they they, they took Lord yeah. of the Rings inspiration and just they improved it, and then that was the story. And it is <laughs> also the Seven Kingdoms. The this yeah. was established in the, yeah. in the lore in the past, so that's fine. But are they, I think the, when they when they have those guys there, are they including people from the north and stuff? Are those like some lord around people? Because I don't think they have seven people crammed in Azeroth territory. I don't know. I think it was meant to include all those other areas, so when they say alliance, it would then make sense that it's those northern territories right, right, yeah. included. 
so the alliance is founded. I mean, you have like this fist pumping scene right at the end, or like, yeah, for the king, and <laughs> for the king stuff, and for for Azeroth, it's like, you know, all you guys are gonna die. The is gonna burn <laughs> if they follow even close to the, the storyline, right? Even for people who have the background, like, there's just so many characters in the movie you have no idea. And, like, there's this one guy who's Ogram Doomhammer. I didn't get it until yeah. later on. Like, this is Ogram Doomhammer. It's it's just rapid pace. Like they need name tags on them or something. So yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize it was Antonitis until the credits. Yeah. I guess. The yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't guy. either. That's Antonitis. Yeah. yeah. Do you know when they need this World of Warcraft name tags that hover above people? <laughs> they should have that in the movie. <laughs> yeah. They should have a hit point meter so it tracks. So when Medivh was like getting hit, his that hit point been a meter. Movie. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that was Antonitis either though. Yeah. So yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Well, Codgar didn't get old. He's supposed to get old. Because they wouldn't the same actor. They could have yeah. aged him up with makeup. We'll do that part, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so the then I guess the, the big baddie in the movie is Gul'dan, who pretty much kicks ass throughout most of the movie. Yeah, I liked him. I thought he was yeah. just pretty, pretty cool. I mean, he's kind of one-dimensional in that he is just sucking souls out of things and drawing magic at people. Yeah, yeah that he's was like he, but he really came across as as intimidating, which is is not easy to do for a villain. So I, I appreciated that. Well, there he was, he was an very inter- muscular and physical. I mean, in, in in the background, like he wasn't he was more just a pure magic guy, but he was beating on people and stuff too. Right, that was a bit of a change. He's more supposed yeah. to be pretty frail, but here he seemed pretty physically strong. Yeah, I mean, I, probably. I, I mean, the fail the fell can buff you up, so maybe he yeah. used that to. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, he himself. seemed deformed, right? So I, I thought the fell had kind of given him unnatural strength right. and stuff. Mm. That makes sense. There was an interesting dimension to his character. That, are we going full spoilers on this? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. This is, this is right. for people who've seen the movie. So sure, sure. So yeah, there, there's an interesting yeah. dimension though at the moment where they first go through the dark portal and he and and um, uh, what is her name? Um, Duratan's mama. <laughs> Thrall Mama, you know, she she has birth and he's a Thrall is a stillborn and he like saves him ah. with magic. It was interesting that that was a thing that he did. Like it seems like he has some interest in the, the continued survival of the orc race, which is not something I really attributed to him. Mm. Yeah, he's more like questing for power, traditional Gul'dan. But yeah, it's, he didn't have to save that kid. He could just let him. Uh, well, the Thrall was basically re- resurrected by the. The fell, which is interesting. I, mean, I think it, he was always green because they were all getting corrupted by right. location, I guess. But it was less specific to him that he was like had fell magic on him, and it's, if you, it yeah. makes you wonder if they're going to go into the future if they continue with the movies with Thrall, if that, that's going to like affect him or something. Mm. But they, they, they set up everything. I mean, he gets found on the river. They call Thrall in the game the Green Jesus or something. He's yeah. basically like Green Moses there. <laughs> Moses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. I mean, Thrall is a name that was given to him by the humans. He's like Thrall, like a slave right. to them. But that relationship was always interesting. And, like, it was abusive, but it, he was trained, I think, to read and stuff like that. And that's where he seems to be going at the end. They were, he's off on the river. He's going to be at the encampment, and that's his future, assuming they continue. Yeah. And just to kind of, again, I mean, we mentioned our background with the, with the Warcraft world, which is really, I mean, mostly old stuff, but except for... I mean, Hearthstone and some of the WoW, but it has to be mentioned in general that the reason why the movie is doing well in terms of money, especially in China, is because there is a huge fandom out there. I mean, you think about it, Blizzard is an immensely successful company. It has a yearly convention. It makes billions of dollars. It's something different from your average gaming company. Yeah. 
It's, it's the people in China alone that saved the movie. <laughs> I mean, it's it's massive there. I think even even Warcraft Three, though it's been subsumed by some of these MOBA games like Dota and whatnot, it mm-hmm. still has a huge presence there. I'm pretty certain. So even the the old RTS people still play it a ton in China. So in terms of Garona, I think it, so. Now that we know that she's Medivh's daughter, I don't know if the Gul'dan knew that he's talking to Medivh. I thought it was somebody else. The idea was that he actually brought her through as kind of like try to appease him. There's all set up now. For yeah, that, that's how I read it too, is that it was for Medivh, because they're working together, obviously, to, yeah. to get to the world. Yeah, so I think he openly knows who Medivh is. I think so too, yeah. Yeah. Well then, here's the thing. If you're saying it's just the fell that corrupted him, well, that didn't really come till later, so it's got to be, no, he actually has Sargeras inside him. Yeah. Inside him. Unless, unless he picked it up when he went over there. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> I, it's unclear. Yeah. For sure. He picked up the fell SDD when he went over into the <laughs> brought, brought it back. I mean, that's a pretty... It would have been cool to... I guess they don't have time in the movie to explore that, but that would have been a cool setup for the greater greater scope of the conflict to introduce the, the Sargeras character and his manipulative influence. Yeah, they have to. I mean, otherwise, what's the point? If they're going to do multiple movies, they need to have the bigger interactions there. I don't know. I feel sorry for the old guy that took care of him the whole time and then gets killed. Oh, yeah. His only yeah. job is to take care of him and then he gets <laughs> drained. Yeah, he's... I guess I just don't like that actor from Battlestar, but... <laughs> other... Who is he in Battlestar? Isn't he the the guy that keeps Kara? Medivh's a helper. Like yeah, isn't he the guy that... Uh, what's his name in Battlestar? He's the guy that keeps... Leoben? Not Leoben, yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't recognize him. I didn't know that and the, so another big thing of the movie is that they have, I mean, the orcs are generally just more powerful in general. <laughs> Where I was watching a review, it's like, well, in the game, the humans are also on steroids as well. <laughs> they, they actually kept them being separate. The humans were punier than the orcs. Yeah, it seems like some humans are just like red shirts for the orcs, and then some other ones can fight kind yeah. of toe-to-toe with them. So it wasn't... Well, Lothar was a badass in the yeah. movie. Like, it, he, he used his mind when he was fighting, so he was he, well, he killed uh, Blackhand. <laughs> Yep, he did. <laughs> yeah. That was a nice part of the movie where he wins there and they, they let him go. Yeah. And Gul'dan rages against that, but can't really... Like, there's still something, uh, there's still a sense of honor there, and even Gul'dan can't overrule it. I felt that the the orc honor thing was a little bit overstated. I think that that moment is a good way of representing it, but all the times that the Corona was like, orcs never lie, orcs, orcs have honor, etc., like, it just... She, what she generally believes it doesn't mean it's true. Like it fits it, right? It's like yeah. some of the Klingons were like for the good of the Empire, but they're always the most treacherous. I suppose. <laughs> I just think on a meta level, it was it, it was it was like they wanted the audience to really be convinced that they that they were not like evil monsters. Where I think that that mm-hmm. could have come across just fine with the the acting, yeah, the, the characters that they had. The whole floating Dalaran city was cool, and they're in the air already. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really cool visuals, and then I think the magic was good, and the CGI in general was pretty solid. The dwarfs yeah. looked cool, the orcs looked cool. Yeah, just there's a polymorph. Life. That was cool. Yeah. Those are... <laughs> the yeah. sheep. Yeah, yeah. sheep. It's only temporary. In the, in the games, is permanent. The original games. Now, what would have been what would have been great is if right after he was polymorphed, a fireball hit him and the, the sheep died. Because that's, <laughs> that's how polymorph works. All right. Anything else? Or that's about it. Probably. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. There was a murloc in there for a second. There was a murloc. Was there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when? What was that going on? It was just the, they were like riding over a bridge or something, and they just yeah. had the sound effect. 
it was early on when they were going to Goldshire, the yeah. little town where they're going to go, and there's just, yeah, this brief moment that we hear the Murloc sound effect. Yeah. Murlocs um, are starting to move now. They're going to get involved. <laughs> In the next movie, Revenge of the Murlocs. Yeah. Oh, that's what happened. They should have showed up at the Battle of the Dark Portal. The Murlocs come ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what happened actually at the end? Let's, let's, let's see what happened. They, the portal did close, so they weren't able to get the full force through. Right. And Medivh is now, I mean, he's gone. So I guess they're going to find some way to open it up again and bring more through. Or are they going to just rely on the people that are there? I don't know. I don't know what way they'd go with it. What? So do we want to, like... Do we know if there's going to be more movies? I guess, like... Yeah, it, I guess I'm at, assuming there are, right? Yeah, they made enough money to do it and I think they were talking about it already so what what storyline do you think that they would go for would they just continue this and just keep going the, to the next logical position here or like jump ahead into the future and take another story you think there'll be like a five or ten year jump yeah I feel like a generate like I feel like Thrall right like, yeah right I think that that's the way that they would need to go to keep people interested. Maybe they could just keep going with the story, but I feel like it would work better if they had more of those characters that people were familiar, more familiar with in like the newer games, like Warcraft 3 and, and uh, World of Warcraft. Like so, like, Varian Rin is the son, right? Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Of Lane, yeah. So having him and having Thrall, and maybe even... Maybe they do, like, the big story everyone loves from Warcraft 3 and from the... World of Warcraft is Arthas, that, that whole Lordaeron storyline there with him. People really like that, so maybe they'd go that way. I'm not sure. Get Sylvanas in there. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I feel like they need more elves and more dwarves. I didn't love the way the elves looked. I didn't <laughs> they weren't in it very much, but I thought they were kind of <laughs> no, yeah. they, could, they could do the jump to have old Lothar. Stormwind is falling. I mean, that would basically be Warcraft 2. If we're going to have Warcraft 2, they're going to be able to flee across the water. Yeah. 15 years later because in 15 years they all could be grown up the orcs would grow faster or something fair enough how would you guys have fixed this movie what would you have done differently that, that they uh, failed to do I would have put more CGI in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah we need more sure. I guess yeah. I would have had fewer characters and kind of hmm. uh, made like I said I, I never really connected with the characters so I guess I would have slightly less going on with with uh, Medivh and the demon and all that stuff and just have yeah. a, a tighter kind of orcs versus humans story. Mm. Yeah, I would have I would have um I would have made Medivh a much smaller character. I think he would have been cooler just as like a character on the periphery that maybe like saves the day or something like that or just has an effect at a very small but you know important moment just not huge and, and is as like all-encompassing as he seems to be here. And I would have focused it in on, like, Lothar and, and Garona. I wouldn't even have had Khadgar in there at all, honestly. I guess you need him because you need, like, magic character, <laughs> but but I wouldn't have had him, and I would have just focused on Would he have killed those... Medivh off then uh, this early, or maybe kind of had just had him a side character that in the next movie something happens to him? I don't think you'd need to kill him, just not have him be such a dominating influence. Just yeah, I feel like if you set him up in this movie and then have him be yeah. the villain of the second movie or something, but I, yeah. I, it feels like, like you guys said, like they're, like they might be jumping ahead further in time with each movie, so maybe they're, they're not going to dwell on these, this setting yeah. and characters. At the, but just I, wanted to get through this this whole thing really quickly. Yeah, so kind of set up the universe. Place. 
it was a movie made with the idea of sequels. It was never meant to be a self-containing movie. I think that's fair enough, yeah. Okay, well, that's, that's the movie. Do you guys see any of the like side stuff, like the trailer with Warcraft 2 sounds imported into it? Yeah, I did not, no. I didn't see it. Yeah, well, just make sure when you get it on home video, <laughs> make sure your sound card works perfectly. <laughs> your sound card works perfectly. Are they doing some kind of, like, director's cut or some kind of extended cut for this? Yeah, so what do we know? Like, Duncan Jones wrote and directed it. Did, is the feeling like this is the movie he wanted, or...? Uh... See? I don't know. Um, I mean, I think that... I got it. It's like it feels like just the inertia of like the yeah. characters and everything is what dragged it down more so than the writing uh, or the directing on his part. It's just like there's so much to manage. Maybe he didn't necessarily know how to handle it. Maybe he was like being forced to include stuff by producers yeah. or whatever. But it's, it's kind of Warcraft sequel teased by the official Chinese social media account. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's a starting point. They said, "Don't say goodbye because we're coming again soon." I mean, yeah, I, I'll keep watching the films. Like, I'm not burned on it or anything like that. I'm, yeah. I, I'm happy to continue watching. Yeah, stuff, I so. had low expectations. Yeah, well, so. just, just think about it. Like, there's, this this is a movie, I mean, it wasn't a great movie, but it was watchable, it was good. It was no like, Avatar The Last Airbender type thing. Yeah, <laughs> the only part I found profoundly unwatchable was that campfire scene when they were talking about, like, he wants to mate with me. <laughs> <laughs> that was not right. Yeah, it was kind of awkward. Yeah, it was PG-13 or P- PG? I'm assuming it was PG-13, right? So Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. They're saying a lot of the orc scenes got caught, apparently. Yeah, that, that makes sense. It felt like the orc thing was the most disconnected part for yeah. me. There's a scene with Durotan, Ogrim, Draka, and Grom, who are hanging out at the campfire. Grom? Was he even in this movie? <laughs> I think he, he was. Okay, well... It's just impossible to tell, and so we needed those name tags. Sure. Right, well, they... I don't think even in the, the story he was highlighted that much, so that was another thing, too. He wasn't yeah. beyond the Dark Portal, which... Oh, uh, I, I mean, in, the, in Warcraft, the story. Yeah, I mean... Uh, <laughs> that, that was an interesting expansion, because they actually... That's the first one they actually started focusing on heroes. I mean, that's where Illyria really came out. That's where all the Turali and all the heroes that were later right. kind of built up. Khadgar was that expansion, which I think wasn't entirely Blizzard making it to. It was another company that helped with it. I just remember those campaigns being harder than usual. (laughs) They made them difficult. All right, guys. I think that that wraps it up. I think that's good. Yeah, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, and uh, check us out in Bastards of Kingsgrave on WordPress and from podcastoficeandfire.com and uh, send in your feedback if you watched the movie or anything like that, played Warcraft, and uh, we'll see you next time. See you. Your sound card works perfectly. Enjoying yourself? It doesn't get any better than this. Good. Let's all go play Warcraft 2 now. <laughs> yeah, is there, uh, there must be like an emulator or something, right? There, no, there, there's, there, buy it. there is. Oh, yeah. there, no, there's, there's a Warcraft Russia or whatever. There's like a Russian server. So you just search Warcraft 2, like it'll come up. I thought that they were still keeping it up. I didn't, I didn't know that. Oh, no. Like, uh, Warcraft, Blizzard isn't, but like, it, yeah, it's okay. free to... Uh, I, I gotta go soon, actually, but if you guys install it, I would actually play with you guys sometime if you want to play. I've never played Warcraft 2, but... Yeah, I guess I'm curious. <laughs> so you can thrash me. <laughs> I've played, uh, I've played Warcraft 3 and Starcraft Brewdoor, though, so hopefully that'll uh, help me a little bit. Alright. Alright.
Uh, let's see if it's recorded on my end. of chaos, two factions battled for dominance. The kingdom of Azeroth was a prosperous one. The humans who dwelled there turned the land into a paradise. The knights of Stormwind and the clerics of Norsha Abbey roamed far and wide, serving the king's people with honor and justice. The well-trained armies of the king maintained a lasting peace for many generations. Then came the Orcish Hordes. 
No one knew where these creatures came from, and none were prepared for the terror that they spawned. Their warriors wielded axe and spear with deadly proficiency, while others rode dark woods as black as the moonless night. Unimagined were the destructive powers of their evil magics derived from the fires of the underworld. With an ingenious arsenal of weaponry and powerful magic, these two forces collide in a contest of cunning, intellect, and brute strength, with the victor claiming dominance over the whole of Azeroth. Welcome to the world of Warcraft.